Welcome to the From Overwhelmed to Fulfilled podcast, where it's all about moving out of overwhelm and into fulfillment in your relationships, your business, your finances, your health. I'm your host, Selena Kipnis, a certified life coach and yoga teacher trainer. Welcome to episode 45, Personal Reinvention. I am very excited to offer this episode to you guys today. I've had it brewing all during the Stronger Challenge, and so now we get to dive into this. Now that we're stronger physically, mentally, emotionally, you're ready. Uh, Before we dive into that, I have something else (laughs) that's exciting, an announcement Um, about three years ago when I first started hearing all about coaching and mindset work and this whole world, the one of the first things that I heard about was masterminds. And the concept was really intriguing for me because I love being around other people. Um, I also love being by myself. I love both of those worlds. But I love the idea of a group of people who come together to support each other, to grow. And there are all these different types of masterminds. And so I was looking for them even before I was looking for life coaching. I was like, wow, I would love to be a part of a group like that and to just be, you know, challenged and to grow. And I wanted it to be facilitated by a coach, by someone who was trained to really help people to grow. And I just couldn't find one. I Googled, I looked on social media and I found a couple, but they had either already taken place or there wasn't one scheduled. And so eventually I ended up, I mentioned it to my sister and she was like, yeah, let's do it. Let's just do our own. And so we, the two of us met together for a year and I kind of take everything to like the next level. So I was like, we have a contract, you know, it was very structured and it was great. And we grew personally, we grew in our businesses, and it was wonderful. And then I went to life coach training. I actually did life coach training while we were in the mastermind. I tried to convince my sister to also become a life coach. She declined, but um, I learned all about coaching, and then I hired my own coach. And I was like, okay, amazing. I from having my own coach, I was really just set. Like, I'm never going to not have a coach. I believe so much in the value of coaching to help everyone manage their mind to celebrate my progress. I love doing that instead of just being focused on doing more, more, more. But having my coach to help me celebrate life and also to manage my mind more gracefully through challenging times um, and to believe in my capabilities even more was amazing. And through that coach, actually, through my coach, she introduced me to my dream mastermind that was a mastermind with other life coaches. And I am in that mastermind and it's just an amazing container and space for it's mostly women, but for people who also want to grow and to support and to believe in each other. And 
then recently we had, so with my one-on-one coaching clients, we had an in-person, in-person, not piercing, that would be weird, but an in-person event called the self-confidence event. And it was amazing. I got such great feedback about it. Everyone loved the energy of being together in a space where other people were doing similar work in different areas of their life and feeling the support that like everyone wants you to achieve your goal and believes in you. And so I was like tying those together because I had this dream to create a mastermind for women to up level and to be all in for their growth. And now it is like that part of my journey. So I'm so excited to offer you an opportunity for a mastermind. So I'm inviting you to join a six month mastermind. And it's going to be for women who want to up level in one of these areas of your life. Okay. So it's either in, and I'm a general life coach. So these are the areas that I'm trained to help people in and that I help people in one-on-one coaching. So it's for people who want to up level in either their physical health, mental health, their business or career, their relationships, spirituality, money and finances, or time management. Okay, now we are going to be focused and we are going to be serious and also have fun. We're not going to come in and try to go into all those areas. Okay, so we are going to pick one goal to work on during the mastermind, but it needs to fit into one of those areas. Okay, so we're going to begin this six month mastermind with an all day kickoff event that's going to be Saturday, January 27th, that you can either attend in person on our farm, Organic Roots in Suffolk, Virginia, or you can attend virtually. And at the event, that's where we're going to be really deciding on your goal for the six-month mastermind. And you're going to be getting coaching. You're going to be connecting with the other women. You're going to be working hard, playing hard, connecting. And the idea of the live event is to really have everything that you need by the end of the day, like to know exactly what you need to do and why you're doing it for these six months starting in January, right? And then over the next six months, we're going to be meeting bi-weekly over Zoom for group coaching calls, which is an amazing opportunity to really feel and experience the support of a group of women while you're being coached because you feel that the support and you also learn you see that everybody goes through challenging times when we're not in a group like this it's really easy to see other people on social media or whatever they're doing and think like they've just always got it together all the time and they're just lucky and they're just winning at life and when you come in a group like this you see that everyone faces challenges it's part of it. And it's what we do with those challenges that is going to either fuel us to keep going and succeed or to give up. So the dynamic of being together is really powerful. And you just create, like I talked last week in the episode about Stronger Together, the Sangha, the connection with other women. So in addition to the group coaching, you're also going to get two one-on-one calls every month with me. And 
which is also amazing if you haven't done one-on-one calls. So I really think it's just the best of both worlds to have like the one-on-one and the group to really fuel you for your growth. And the one-on-one calls, we can really talk about different strategies. Um, If you are getting business coaching or whatever the thing is, or weight loss, you know, different strategies for that specific thing. And then a lot of mindset in the group calls. And I'm just already imagining your after stories and what your after story is going to be and what you're going to look like and the light in your eyes and how everything's going to be transformed over those six months. So I'm really excited for all of it. And I know that you're probably wanting to know like, okay, what are the next steps? And I want to tell you, I just want to first say before anybody goes to apply that this is really for people who are ready you're like okay it's time to up level my life it's time to like unleash the greatness that I know I have inside of me and I'm ready to be all in I'm ready like this room is going to have high standards and I want this space to be serious about doing the work and serious about having fun as well, right? So also like having the peace and the sustainability, we're not going to be like excessive and striving for something, okay? So it's about sustainability and deep growth. So I'm really looking for women who are ready for that, who are ready to see like what they're capable of, who are ready to cheer for their fellow mastermind members and to cheer for themselves like in this way that you've never done before. So if you're saying yes to those things that you want to be in this type of group that you're ready to be all in for yourself, for your growth in 2024, and that you know that that's the best way to serve your community, your family, anyone else, then you want to be one of the first ones to apply. I'm only going to take a set amount of women, so you can pause this now and you can go to www.organicrootsva.com slash mindset dash coaching. The link is also in the show notes. It's organicrootsva.com slash mindset dash coaching. On that page, you're going to see a schedule where you can, you can schedule a mastermind call. And then I'm going to call you at that designated time and we're going to continue this conversation. Okay. But for now, I really want to dive into to today's topic because it's a super juicy topic that I know I just feel a lot of you, like it's going to resonate with you right now. Okay, so personal reinvention. Here's what I know. <laughs> I know that some of you right now in your life are stuck. And you're stuck in this version of yourself that you've really just outgrown. You have the same clothes in your closet that you've had for like 5, 10, maybe more years. 80% of them you, you don't even wear. Some of them don't even fit you. You're fixing your hair in the same way. You're hanging out with the same people or not hanging out with anyone still. You're stuck in 
these old people-pleasing habits. You are still stuck in overthinking. You're stuck in trying, trying to lose weight or trying to be happier or trying to be calmer or trying to be more successful. You're stuck in this old you. If any of that resonates with you, guess what, girl? It is time for a personal reinvention. Now, when you hear the word reinvention, I hope that you think of something playful and creative because we really know that we have all of this within us, like what we're about to dive into and what we want to create. It's already there within us. But I invite you, I'm using the word reinvention to create the spark of creativity of like everything is possible. Okay, so a personal reinvention I really want it to be fun for you, for us, right? Now, it's also going to require confidence, confidence, which is why most women never even consider reimagining who they are and who they want to be and how they want to show up in the world, okay? So if you grew up thinking you just are who you are and you don't have any control over your personality, like this is your personality type, your Enneagram number seven, <laughs> Or whatever, right? If you grew up thinking that and you even think that now, like that you just are who you are, that is what is called a fixed mindset. And that means you think that it's fixed, like who you are, how you think, what you know, you're either smart or you're not smart, you're either successful or you're not, you're either creative or you're not. And there's another type of mindset called growth mindset. And that is when you know that the greatest gift your creator gave you is the gift of free will and that you get to decide and to choose all the parts of you from your attire to your job to how you want to react or respond to your children. If you want to be laid back or if you want to be strict you get to decide, you get to choose all of that. So which of those do you choose? Do you choose a fixed mindset or a growth mindset? Do you choose to stay the same or do you choose to grow? If you choose to grow, if you choose growth mindset right now and you believe that your greatest gift is to decide and to choose, let's play. I feel like you should have a special drink right now. I I actually have a drink. It's positive energy yogi tea. So if you want to get a nice drink as we're like getting creative and playing, pause me and do it. Okay. Also, I invite you to grab either your journal or your phone notes, something where you can jot things down to get it out of your head right out of this realm of thinking and into the material world. This is like the first step. Okay. So we are going to take an inventory of our current life, right? We need to know, like, before we're dis- making decisions, deciding who we want to be now in this stage of life, we need to know where we're at. So, and what, okay, so let me rephrase also. We also want to know the parts of us that maybe we don't like anymore, <laughs> that don't resonate with us, that part that feels sticky and stuck, Okay, so first of all, think about the physical things that you don't 
like anymore, that don't resonate with you, that you don't want, that aren't aligned with the parts of you that are evolving, okay? For example, maybe it's excess weight. Maybe it's excess things in your house. I'm talking like quick because I'm excited and I'm like getting my words all jumbled, but it's when you're thinking of excess things in your house, I see this coming together so frequently. People who have excess weight a lot of times have excess things in their house. So kind of see what's going on, the excess, right? The excess physical things in our house can also create this feeling of anxiety and excessive thoughts in our mind. Or maybe it's just like you look into your closet, you have all of these kind of dingy things or socks with holes or things all out in your yard. Just noticing what are the things that you don't want that aren't serving you, aren't helping you anymore and write it out. Okay, now you're going to write out what physical things you do want. Okay, so what do you want your body to be like? Maybe it's more toned. Maybe it's lighter. What do you want your wardrobe to be like? If you have a bunch of dingy things, and that's what I re- I recently noticed. I was like, what's up with all of this like dingy old stuff? Okay, I literally had mold on things. And that's kind of was the getting this ball rolling because over the summer, the circulation in our home was not good. And then I noticed, oh my gosh, there's mold. And so I literally, I had to go in and clean out my closet and clean out books. And the things that I hadn't used, those were the things with mold. And of course, I started to compare that to like energetic mold. I was like, ew, like this stuff is like sitting here in the physical. But imagine like that energetic quality. Like I had like this feeling of mold on some money and on some books. And I was like, this stuff is just starting to like to fall apart, right? It's not being used anymore. And so that affects everything, right? The physical and the mental, they affect each other. So um, as you're starting to notice what you don't want, you're gonna you're noticing what you do want. So maybe it's to have more space. I literally needed more space for airflow. <laughs> I had to get rid of things. And you guys, I don't even have that much stuff, but I needed to get rid of things to allow more air to have just I have the least amount of things ever and it feels so good. I'm just wearing the same things over and over, but they're like clean. They're the feeling that I want right now, and it feels right. So what kind of things do you want in the physical, in your physical realm? Maybe you were a businesswoman and you've retired and you find you keep putting on these old stiff clothes and you're like, actually, I really want to wear ripped jeans and lavender is perfume now, right? So it might be something that just fits into who you're becoming now. Okay, as you're doing this, I really want to give this caution. Do not start thinking about what you should do. If you start thinking about like, oh, I want my bathroom to be like purple and colorful and fun. Don't start thinking like, but it should be white. (laughs) It should look like this. I should be more mature, whatever. Just notice 
any shoulds that come to your mind and then allow them to pass away to go out to the compost pile and bring your awareness back to what you want, to who you want to be, how you want to feel in your body, in your home, in your environment. Okay? So make sure you pause again to really get all of that out. Now, when you're doing this, and I mentioned the shoulds, you may also feel a little scared to even write it out because you're like, oh, if I write it, like, am I going to have to do it? And you'll have like maybe these thoughts of like, if I do, like, say I was that businesswoman who I now want to wear ripped jeans and lavender as perfume, what will other people think of me? And that's why I say do it All of this needs to be because of what you want, not because of what you think other people expect of you. And that is why I coach people on their confidence so much, because you will need confidence for this. And I'll tell you the first step, though, to that confidence is if you can find the courage to get that thought out of your head and write it down, like that desire to to change your style or to change your body or to shift your bathroom if you want it to be more playful, whatever it is, if you can just muster up enough courage to write it down right now, you will start to build your courage and confidence, okay? So um, I'll also add that... This is something I have done many, many times in my life, personal reinventions, and it's something that I'm really good at. I have, and I want to share a few examples because this may spark something for you too as you're journaling things out and you're just like finding the courage because I can guarantee that you have already been through this in some way. And maybe before you had more courage. So I'm going to tell these stories and I want you to think about your stories and some of your transformations, your personal reinvention, so that you can use that fuel to feed you now and to give you the confidence now. Okay, so one of my personal reinventions was when I was 21 and I had worked at this company for like two three years, and I had been promoted a few times, and I was promoted to the general manager. I was the youngest general manager in the history of the company. The CEO had his wife take me on this shopping trip, and she bought me clothes that really looked like a 50-year-old businesswoman's clothes, and he explained to me that, and I literally, I had had all kinds of different colors of hair. When he called me into the office to promote me, I had purple hair and I had a really cool style, but it was like a very funky, edgy style, purple hair, makeup, stilettos, that kind of vibe. And so he explained to me that the way that we look, like what we choose to put on, it does affect how we feel and it affects how other people see us. Now in that circumstance. I don't know if I, I think it was, you know, I totally got what he was saying. And I wouldn't necessarily say to use that right now, unless you're really going to use it for you, because I don't want you to make decisions based on what you think other people need from you. But if you are like coming into a certain career, or you want to shift careers, then what you're wearing can definitely affect that. And for me, it was fun, right? So like, I was like, okay, let's do it. Like, 
this this rich woman's taking me shopping let's go let's have fun so it really also depends on how you feel right because if I went into it like my identity is being taken from me and they're forcing me it wouldn't have been fun and so I should say no right but I enjoyed it and I loved learning from them and I loved my work and so it was great Now, I went from that identity, right, of like, I'm a general manager of an advertising company, and I went through a few other transitions, and then I went to Hawaii, okay? So one of those transitions was that I was an esthetician and and doing makeup. So I arrived in Hawaii, and it's like, the hippie capital like there's just everybody is so like free and earthy and I show up from California because I had been living in California at the time I show up and I show up to massage school right this was my whole new identity going from corporate America to massage school and I show up with like a face full of makeup bleach blonde hair like dressed up and everybody's like whoa where are you going and I was like I'm going to massage school where are you going and I started to like get into the island vibe and I started to relax my attire a little bit it took me a little bit of time though because I was kind of attached to that California vibe and I started to like get into it though like being more laid back and showing my emotions more and wearing a little less makeup but still makeup and that was a whole nother personal reinvention and transformation. And I grew so much during that time, learning how to feel, to connect with myself, with the earth, to be vulnerable. Like it was a beautiful time. And then I went traveling and traveling for four years around the world and had this identity, this like personal reinvention of I'm a free spirit. I travel all over and when I was in India and talking to someone and he said to me, you know, cause I told him about my previous work and all of that. And he said, Oh, I get it. You're like a business hippie. <laughs> and so I thought that was, I, I really liked that. I was like, Oh, I love that identity business hippie. And I kind of like carried that with me, you know, getting married, being a mom. I had all these other transitions as well. And now I'm in this new reinvention this transition and the current one that I'm in is like a transition into expanse like it feels expansive to me so moving from a tiny house to a house that's like seven times bigger and changing responsibility changing the physical space of where we live and I think this is such a good example for everyone listening when we moved into this much bigger house, we painted, we renovated, we did things inside, but we really lived in one room. <laughs> so we had like the dining space, the um, the couches and everything in one room. And I hadn't yet expanded my identity, my relationship with a home that was that size. And so right now, after living here for a year, we're just now renovating other rooms. 
I mean, they were already really done, but we're changing. So now one room is a dining room. Now one room is a living room. And I was just thinking like, this is the best analogy for us. Like when we start to think about, okay, who do I want to be? How do I want to show up? And maybe we have this, if you have the courage to have like a big vision, maybe you have this extraordinary vision for yourself. And it may take you some time. Like maybe it's one room at a time. Maybe it's one thing at a time. Maybe it's just getting rid of the excess for you and just staying in that, right? To not go and start buying a whole bunch of stuff because you're like, this is my new identity. I'm going to fill up my house with all this stuff. But maybe the first step for you, maybe your first room, so to say, is just to clean out the old the old dusty books, the old raggedy clothes, the clothes you haven't worn in a long time, the old televisions, the excess, okay? So that brings us, I hope that got some juices flowing for you, that brings us to the second question to reflect on, okay? So we start this physical for this personal reinvention. We start with the physical because it's the easiest place to start. You can see it right? Like in yoga and confidence, we always like look at the physical body first because I can tell what's happening on the inside based on your posture. So that's why we start with the physical. And just notice if you had resistance to that. If you're like, oh, well, it's shallow. It's just physical. Because it's not. How you stand, how you move your body, your room around you, what you choose to have in your home It's not shallow. It's all spiritual. (laughs) That chair that you're sitting in that's wooden, it used to be a tree. It came from the natural world, right? So when we start to have that connection of like, there is meaning in everything. And to be able to see it, it's it's the easiest place to start because we can see it. It's tangible. And it affects the next part of your personal reinvention, which is the mental and emotional part. So start with what you don't want to label yourself as anymore when we're talking about this mental and emotional part. Like, what do you not want to think about yourself anymore? Maybe you've labeled yourself as a people pleaser and you're like, I don't want to identify as a people pleaser anymore. Maybe you've labeled yourself as like a nice girl who does everything right. (laughs) And maybe like you don't love that anymore. You don't want to be a nice girl. You want to be kind, but maybe you don't want to be like the people pleaser who lies and says, sure, I'd love to watch your cat when you're like, no, I do not want to watch your cat. So write down what you what you don't want anymore. Pause, take as much time as you want. And now once you've gotten all that out, I invite you to Start exploring what you want to start thinking about yourself, how you want to start identifying. Who do you want to be? Who, what is your identity, right? So maybe if you were like the people pleaser and now you're like, I'm going to start being honest. I'm going to start being compassionate with myself and with other people. So if she asks me to watch her cat, I will say, Thank you for asking me. I know that you must really trust me to ask me to watch your cat, but I just really don't want to right now. I have a lot of other things that I want to do. And so I hope that you can understand, right? Love you. (laughs) So whatever comes up for you that you want to start thinking about yourself, 
Maybe you want to start to believe that you're confident. Maybe you want to start to believe that you can quit your job. Whatever the thing is, write it out. Okay, the third one, the third and final reflection and intention I have for you is to reflect on and intentionally write what you're going to stop doing first. So maybe you're going to stop gossiping. You're like, that's my old identity. I feel stuck with that. I'm sick of just gossiping with this group of friends. Like it's wasting my time. Maybe you're going to stop consuming on social media. Maybe you're going to stop buying so much stuff. Maybe you're going to stop sleeping with your clothes on, right? This is something I'm guilty of. Like I'm just going to I literally will like take a shower and then put clothes on for the next day because I wake up early. So I'll go ahead and put my yoga clothes on and my husband is like, do you want to go ahead and eat breakfast while you're at it so you can have that out of the way? So whatever it is, if it's something like that, that feels a little like hustly and rushing, maybe it's like, okay, I don't want to do that anymore. And then you're going to write down what you are going to start doing So if you were going to stop gossiping, maybe you're going to start connecting with extraordinary women who want to have uplifting conversations, who are inspiring. Ooh, yes, that sounds so good. Maybe you're going to you're going to start seeing what you already have, right? If you were going to stop buying, maybe you're going to start like shopping from your own closet, from your own bookshelf. You're going to start enjoying the games that you have, all this stuff that you've bought over the years and you've never used. Maybe you're going to start using it and enjoying what you have. Maybe you're going to start, maybe I'll start this, going to sleep with pajamas on that are really cozy and not already being ready to like jump out of bed and do my yoga. Although I don't jump, I still get out with ease. I'll have to think about that one. So pause, write it out, take your time. Now, I hope that you are enjoying this, that you're having fun with it, that it feels creative. And I know you're going to have limiting beliefs that come up like, oh, but I can't do it. Or like, it's just like, what if somebody says something? Another, I didn't mention this time in one of my personal reinventions, but I changed my name. And my husband also, I didn't know this at the time, but he had changed his name. I just started going by my middle name. My first name is Rachel. My middle name is Selena. And I started going by my middle name because I felt like I had changed and I wanted like something to represent that. And this happens, it's happened several times in the Bible when someone went through a change and many other times in other, I'm sure in other um, religious and sacred texts as well. But like this thing of changing, right? And I brought that up because I was thinking of, you know, the challenge in doing this work and when other people start to tell you about yourself, (laughs) about who you were. And that will happen. Like I had somebody say, I've had a few times like, what's up with the name change thing, right? And then I just explain it in this way of like, I like it. I I have compassion for myself. I love who I am. So I'm like, yeah, I felt like I had changed a lot. And I really just wanted my name to show that, to demonstrate it felt right for me. So as you're doing it and as you're enjoying this work, knowing that there will be some challenges too, and that's okay. When people start to tell you like, oh, you should really be wearing this kind of outfit instead, or you should really be acting like this instead, you should be getting angry right now. You usually get angry. (laughs) Just know that that's part of the process. Having compassion for them, 
loving who you are, right? And if you want help with this work, with doing any of this, you know, I know that the more women I coach, the more I see how this skill right here of self-image, of identity, it's so valuable because we all go through transition several times in life, um, whether it's graduating college, leaving a career, having kids, when you get married or getting divorced or turning 50 or losing a loved one. I mean, all of these are identity shifts and they can be our biggest challenge or our biggest opportunity. And knowing that who we are at our core will never change, okay? I will always be at my core the same loving, imperfect, growing, and compassionate human being. But the rest of me, I get to choose. And so do you. And to have the most amazing support with this work, head over to organicrootsva.com slash mindset dash coaching. The link is in the show notes and schedule your call to discuss the mastermind, to discuss going deeper with this work, with really applying it, with this growth mindset, this amazing gift that we have. Enjoy, and I would love to hear any feedback about this work. Leave a review, leave comments in the, on the podcast episode, send me an email, let me know how it's going. Namaste.